and welcome to this episode of Marvelous Moss Talk. I'm your host, Marcella's Woman, and I'm joined today by Jen Rigger. Hi. Becca Beverly. Hi, guys. And Allison DePisa. Hi. As always, this podcast is brought to you by MarvelousMassTravels.com, where they're creating marvelous memories one family at a time. In this episode, we'll discuss how Disney World can be a great vacation for adults only. Hi, ladies. Hey. How's it going? Hi. Good. Now, this is a great topic. And I I'm love this topic because... Best I, topic. Like, it really is. <laughs> as much as I love my children, I love going to Disney World without them. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. And my son's only four. So we've only been doing Disney as parents for four years. So I have way more experience doing Disney with just adults than I do with kids. (laughs) It's a completely different experience. And the thing is, is I think a lot of, I I don't know, maybe there's just a stigma that I've heard, you know, like where a lot of people think if you're going to Disney world, it's for kids only. And it really isn't. There's so much to do as an adult only, or like a girl's trip or honeymoon or, you know, like there's so much stuff to do at Disney world for just adults. I'm such a nerd because you said it's a whole different experience. And I'm thinking it's a whole different world. <laughs> with you. Uh, that's cute. It is. Well, <laughs> as uh, a childless millennial, that's kind of the only way that I do Disney. So I love it. I love going with my friends, my sister. That is... Um, what we do our Disney trips and it's it's the best. Your coworkers. <laughs> coworkers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> it's the best. Well, well we, we certainly have the best time. <laughs> yes. And when Marcella and I go and and some of the other agents that I go with, we like to say it's fun to go with each other because we all do Disney similarly and mm-hmm. we enjoy that. So um, it's definitely fun to go with an adult group that has similar interests. Absolutely. Very true. And you don't mm-hmm. feel that you have to rush as much and you have to get as much done because you want the kids to experience X, Y, and Z. When you're adults, you, you tend to maybe go with the flow a little bit more and just be a little more casual about your touring strategy, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. And then having to worry time. about breaks for like, you know, <laughs> I mean, stuff. Yes, or nap time. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I still feel like I could use some nap time, but typically yep. I just go to a restaurant and sit for a while instead. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about going to Disney World as an adult only. Like, where would you stay? Like, what would be... I guess the best way to put it is like, what resort would you stay at if you're there for just, you know, you and another adult? Oh my gosh. It's oh, so hard. So many I, options. There's so, <laughs> I, I think it's easier to say where I wouldn't stay if I was just an adult <laughs> trip. Um, and if adult only trip, I'm striking all values off the list immediately. Yeah. Um, just too many kids. And, and um, if you're going as a family, they are a great option. Um, but if you're going as an adult, you want to go moderate or deluxe because those resorts are going to offer things like, uh, 
cafes and, up, yep. you know, or upscale dining and an upscale theme. So um, a Coronado Springs jumps to mind. Uh, they have a Sangria University there. You know, you don't do that with kids. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, and Coronado Springs also has, you know, just, I think, a plethora of dining options, bar options between everything at the new newer Grandestino Tower. And then you've got your yep. three bridges, like you mentioned. I think that's definitely like a fun, a fun spot, especially for maybe a group of friends. I think that would be a really good pick. I also love choosing ones based on like the transportation. So uh, the last few trips, some favorites were the Riviera. You're right off the Skyliner. Um, and that's like one of the newer ones. It's beautiful. Some fun dining options there as well. Um, and another favorite, like if you wanted to be on uh, monorail, I love the Polynesian. The food options are fantastic. The pools are amazing at Deluxe's as well. Um, that's yeah. a really plus too, to like build in some pool time. Um, yeah. Definitely. And I think going with what you just said, Becca, about picking your um, mode of transportation, I think yeah. when you're not traveling with kids, sometimes you don't have to necessarily worry about that as much. Like, you know, for me, like getting on the buses with a stroller is a pain. Oh, I'm sure. So for me, Animal Kingdom Lodge, you know, it's a little bit off the beaten path, but it is absolutely stunning. You walk in there it's and beautiful. the lobby, just incredible. And they've got that Victoria Falls bar and they have so many dining options. Um, and like Jico is definitely more, a little bit more upscale and you know, mm -hmm. I think adults would love that. So I think Animal Kingdom Lodge. And then I also think Wilderness Lodge would be an awesome choice too for, oh, yeah. um, maybe mm -hmm. for couples because they, they just yeah. seem very romantic to me. Mm -hmm. I love both too. You're right. Oh, too many yep. options. Yep. And, <laughs> and of course, of course, the grand, the, the, the grand dom, grand Floridian, you know, for an adult only trip is fantastic as well. You've got that, um, you know, the uh, Enchanted Rose right there. And sometimes they've got live music in the lobby and it's, it just, yeah. um, it's a great spot for adults as well. So I definitely agree with Jen about the moderate or deluxe when you're, when you're doing just adults. Yeah. I mean, I like the boardwalk area. So the boardwalk, mm. has, I mean, like you do have the boardwalk itself and you have jelly rolls. And, um, I mean, even if you want to like pull in the, the yacht club and, um, the beach club too, I mean, those are great resorts to go to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that boardwalk area, boardwalk area is just so much fun to walk around at night. You know, they've got, you know, live entertainment out on the boardwalk. And then like you've mentioned jelly rolls. I don't, I feel like jelly rolls is almost like a, a like a hidden gem at Disney mm -hmm. because I, I don't think a lot of people realize that there is this really fun dueling piano bar and it gets a little wild in there and I love it. <laughs> yeah. So fun. And, and with the boardwalk resorts too, you are so close to Epcot, which yes we'll say is the most adult park of the four. So that's sure. also a reason yeah. to be there. Mm -hmm. Agreed. When my, when my sister and I can't decide, we do a split stay. So, which is also, I'm assuming a lot easier to do without kids <laughs> because you just yeah. have to pack yeah. up yourself. And so we typically do two to three, just depending on how many we wanted to knock out. But, um, we will like split our stay so that we can enjoy multiple resorts during one trip. So that's, yeah, fun. that's a great point. It's a lot easier to pack up two adults than it is a family of four or five. <laughs> yep. Looking at a split stay for our girls trip in May right now. So that it makes it, it makes it nice because you can experience a couple different things and 
like you said, without having to pack up your kids, it's very easy to do that. Yeah. So parks, what do you guys love? Like, what's your thing to do in the parks with no kids? Drink. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I was gonna say and eat, <laughs> eat a lot. Uh, yeah, and all, and, and not that you can't do that with children. I mean, well, maybe you cut down on the drinking a little bit with children, but it's just it, there's right. just something maybe freeing about being, you know, hands free, no stroller, no diaper bag. Like, you know, you've got like you're you're just your little essentials, and you just you know motor through those parks, you know, without without all the stuff weighing <laughs> you down. Hey, well, I live in a full size backpack to a little lounge fly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. Well, and we also, uh, Marcel and I were laughing what that first trip that was just you and I, when, you know, you say eating and I think, oh, there's so many upscale restaurants there, but also we ate so horribly. (laughs) (laughs) This is the kind of thing we tell our kids not to do. Like, for breakfast and lunch, you know, because they had special Sundays, so you had to have both. So <laughs> for breakfast, uh, kind of eat in a way that um, you don't want your kids to see you eating. <laughs> but in all seriousness, <laughs> yes, exactly. But in all seriousness, I mean, they have. I mean, so many people when they think of park food, they think of you know hamburgers and hot dogs and chicken tenders. I mean, that is not mm-hmm. Disney. And you have so many restaurants to choose from at the parks as well as Disney Springs and the resorts. Um, my favorite, yeah. my new favorite adult experience would have to be Tiffin's at Animal Kingdom. Uh, I have not been there yet. I, uh, I've sat at the Nomad Lounge, which is also an awesome thing to do with just yeah. adults. Um, but that's on my list. Yeah. And when I say experience, I mean, I mean experience. They're coming out and they're describing each course to you and they're making wine recommendations and they're giving you the history of the restaurant. I mean, that's not, you can take your kids there if you have well-behaved children, but how much more enjoyable is it to not have to worry about that? (laughs) Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you have the room in your budget when it's just you or some friends to do some of those more expensive options. Whereas when you're with a family, you're trying to, you know, keep an eye on those. You're feeding more people. Um, so it definitely Buying opens bubble up your wands. <laughs> yeah. Buying all oh, the yeah. stuff. <laughs> hey, some of us still like those. No, <laughs> hey, no judgment here. I just walk behind the kids holding them and then I don't have to pay for it. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, just the idea on any park of being able to scroll through at your leisure. I mean, I am my current obsession. I'd say for like the past year and a half or so has been the, um, one of the two baby gorillas at animal kingdom. Um, Baby Grace. I'm obsessed with Grace. And I have to go see her every time I go. And I spend a good 20 minutes just standing there talking to the the handlers and watching the family. And, you know, if you're there with little kids, they don't want to stand there and stare at gorillas for 20 minutes. So (laughs) it's nice to do the things that you enjoy doing at your own pace and just kind of moving more leisurely and 
I really enjoy it. I enjoy my adult trips. Now my kids are much older now. So when some of my adult trips are actually with my kids because Mm -hmm. my they were 18 and 21. So we just did a trip, the three of us, and it was a very adult trip and a lot of fun. Um, But there's still something to be said for going with your siblings or your buddies and, and just, you know, drinking your way around the world at Epcot. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. All the festivals are so fun. (laughs) Yeah. And it's funny. um, My husband and I, the first time we went together when we were dating as a couple a long time ago, we, um, we went in the fall and we had no idea um, that there was going to be an Epcot food and wine festival, but we literally like just walked into it and we looked at each other and we said, this is the coolest thing. It's like, you can walk around this beautiful, you know, uh, lagoon with all these countries. And there's so many things to just eat and drink. And uh, we're like, we're never not going to come do this. And I think almost every year we have, we have been back because it's, it's just that much fun to experience. And it is great. You know, I can take my son in the stroller, but you know, to not have to worry about entertaining a little one while you're walking through and enjoying it's, it's a whole nother, uh, whole nother experience. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I typically add like two Epcot days just because I want to try everything (laughs) and you just can't, you can only eat and drink so much, you know, in one day. So, um, or I like the option of park hopper, which can get a little tricky when you have little kiddos. Um, and so it's like, but as an adult, I can just hop on that bus and go to another park without having to think about or worry about nap times or any of that. So it just makes it, oh, you're a lot f- more flexible and you can enjoy, like you guys said, whatever parks you want as many times as you want. <laughs> yeah. That's a great point about the hopper, Becca, because we barely ever use it when we have our son there, but, but when it's just two adults or a couple of adults, you can hop around. And if you want to end up at Epcot every night to go have a drink and watch the show, you know, you can, it's, it's a nice option. Yes. So what do y'all do in the other parks aside from Epcot? Like, do you feel like you, I guess like your itinerary changes a little bit being an adult only trip versus the kids, like with the kids? Um, magic doesn't change a whole lot for me because I'm an enormous child. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I agree. <laughs> seriously. I mean, I'm just being honest. Magic kingdom is magic kingdom, whether you have a kid with you or not. Um, but I mean, there are definitely some some dining opportunities there that maybe mm-hmm. kids wouldn't get quite as much enjoyment out of. Like I love the jungle navigation, um, Skipper Camp. Cantina. Yes, yes, me too. I really like it there, um, and I don't think that kids would dislike it, but it definitely has a more adult feel. Yeah, some unique dishes there they might not be willing to try. <laughs> well, so, and another uh, point. Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say another thing about Magic Kingdom. I feel like there are so many great restaurants within proximity of Magic Kingdom. So you can walk over to the Contemporary and check out Steakhouse 71. You can even go there for lunch, sit at the bar. You can go over to, you know, Ohana. I mean, you can go over to Narcusi's at the Grand Flow. I mean, there's just so many things you can do. And it's a lot easier to do it without kids in tow. So but one thing I one thing I'll mention is, one year we were there and my son actually fell asleep in his stroller and it was like past opening time at, um, 
the enchanted rose at the Grand Floridian. And my husband and I were like, how long is this going to last? He's napping. And we ran over to the enchanted rose to get an adult beverage. And it was great. And just thinking about doing that without having to worry about my son's nap time makes for um, an awesome adult experience, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm the type of uh, Disney adult. I'm kind of with you, Jen, where I still force my sister to get there before park opening and we stay till the end of the night, you know, like, so we run hard. (laughs) We don't come back from Disney feeling refreshed. Like we do all the rides, we see the characters, we eat all the food. So, um, we plan our attack and we typically just do it, but I'm not, I know there are adults who like to just roll in when they feel like it and when they wake up and that is not me. (laughs) We, we, we get there and we are ready to hit the ground running. So, um, I know know, it works, it works great for whichever you prefer really. So, well, and I think it also, you know, depending on how many times you've been there, if you're, if you're somebody who's just experiencing it for the first time, you know, it's one thing. And then if you've been there 50 times, like me and my husband, we can kind of take it a little bit slower. So it's, I think Mm -hmm. you could do it both ways and have a great time. Absolutely. Yeah. I had a client say to me once, um, we want to go do Disney the way that you do Disney. And I said, uh, no, you do not want to go do Disney. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to do that. You will miss things. (laughs) Will be exhausted, you will gain yeah. 50 pounds. Um, <laughs> let's see the way normal people Disney. <laughs> yeah. We, I live in Arizona, so I get out there maybe once a year. Like it's not a, I don't get out there all the time. So we do Disney hard and we do it for as long as we can get away with staying there. We do. And uh, yeah, we run ourselves ragged, but it's worth it. <laughs> Definitely. So I think also as an adult, one of the big things that we do go out and do is like, we are looking for nighttime entertainment. Um, This can be anything from live bands to, I mean, going out and doing something special. So Disney Springs is one of the big ones that everybody goes to, to look for nightlife, but you can find it at almost every resort too. I think Disney Springs has, Disney Springs has really kind of erupted into something huge. I mean, if you just look at, the changes over the past, you know, five plus five or so years, really, there's so many new restaurants that have opened mm-hmm. and it's hard to really, um, you know, narrow down my favorites. And when I have my clients asking me for recommendations, it really depends on what kind of food you like, but they have everything. And it is so much fun to kind of walk through there, grab a couple of drinks, eat, go shopping. I mean, it really is like an evening out for sure. I mean, the shopping yeah. alone, you can make a full day of Disney Springs. I mean, you mm-hmm. could yeah. be time they open till the time they close, just like a theme park and never run out of things to do. There's live entertainment. Um, there are bands that perform in front of world of Disney, you know, the shopping, it's not just Disney souvenirs. I mean, there's so much to see. Yeah. Um, you've got, you know, under armor. I mean, what else besides Disney shops? I'm just trying to think off the top Sephora? of my head. Sephora. Wait, is this? Oh, mm-hmm. our favorite favorite place? Basin. Basin. I love Basin. I was going to say that yeah. next. I mean, we like, love the Sperry outlet. The Sperry outlet, they always have this deal where you can buy like two pairs of shoes for the price of one. And my, I swear, every time we go to Disney, my husband and I come back with new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's also awesome. play and they have a new show. Yes. I mean, they're, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
clues for dining and entertainment. I mean, you, you really could spend an entire day there. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like there are just so many cute little places like Wine Bar George, Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar, like the um, Enzo and Maria's Hideaway. And there's just, there's so many cool places that so many. people don't really know about just to be able to kind of mm-hmm. tuck up and explore the Edison. I mean, so much fun. Dance. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you want to have a really, you know, upscale experience, you could do that too. I mean, when we were there for our conference in November, I got to go to STK for the first time. And I mean, that's one like Tiffin's where it's a complete experience. Mm -hmm. You're not going in there to grab a meal. That is a night out. For sure. I also love, um, I love Haleo because I feel like all the dishes on the menu are almost, I don't want to say interactive, but when they come, they come to the table with like a flourish of some kind. And it's definitely a fun night out for adults. Yeah. The boathouse is a favorite of mine. <laughs> if we can put that in each trip, I will. Yes. Make and you work. have to get that, yeah. the Raz, the Raz martini with the floating duck, duck on top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little so rubber cool. ducky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, I like borrowing George. Like we went that we went there with Jen, and I really I fell in love with that place. So the food was good and the drinks were good. Oh, yeah. did you have the steak frites? They were amazing. We did I not. I don't even we, remember what we had. Well, I remember the <laughs> I just remember it was good. <laughs> it's very good. Well, we had a charcuterie that we shared because we went with the big um, one. I remember that. And then we had um the adult doll whip. Which Ooh, is, that was good. Make your Dole Whip adult. You go ahead and do that. <laughs> yes, please. Sign me right so up. <laughs> yeah. You had me at Dole Whip. <laughs> well, then I feel like aside from Disney Springs, there are a bunch of other places on property for yeah. nightlife. Um, one thing that we really like to do is we call it a monorail crawl. And, um, you know, between the contemporary, the poly and Grand Floridian, there are so many places to stop in grab a snack, grab a drink. You know, if you're at Trader Sam's at the Polynesian Sam's. or mm-hmm. um, you can go to Chinese. the Tambu Lounge and get that Lapu Lapu, which is a drink and a huge pineapple. Hop on the monorail, go over to um, the Enchanted Rose at Grand Floridian and then, you know, over yep. to the Contemporary. The Steakhouse 71 has become one of my new favorites, um, especially to go up to the bar there and order the burger, which is I'm going to go out and say, I think it's the best burger on Disney property. Um, it's fantastic. And, um, you know, and just go around the monorail area and, and try a bunch of stuff. So that's always a fun night out. Yeah. It's a lot of and fun you, to ride too. On our last trip, it's interesting. I took my daughter for her 21st birthday and we did something we had never done before. We went to the Polynesian. We weren't staying there and you don't have to be staying there to do this. Um, We went to the Polynesian early. We walked out on their beach and found nice little chairs. And we sat Mm -hmm. on the water. We waited for the electric pageant parade to come by. Oh, I love that. And And these are the kinds of things that you can't really do when you have little kids in tow, you know, because they don't want to sit and they don't want to wait. So perfect example, Jen. We sat for quite a while. So yes, they wouldn't want to wait or they'd be running around making noise. Like we sat and relaxed and waited for this parade and watched the sunset over Bay Lake. And she says to this day, I mean, it's been over a year since we did that. And she says that is one of her very favorite memories of every Disney trip we've ever taken. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's 
nice thing to do too, you know, and you could do that at different, yep. there are places where you could go and, and do that. It doesn't have to be the Polynesian. Yeah. I like that show a lot. Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Super cute. We ran into it on accident. I didn't even know that was a thing. And we were staying at the Polynesian a few years ago and then taking a boat back from Magic Kingdom. And we had to just sit there and wait as it went past us. It was really cool. Oh, <laughs> it was like crossing right in front of us. It was awesome. Before we move on from the parks and stuff, though, like and night stuff, dessert parties or some of the dining like packages that you can do oh, with yeah. fireworks are yeah. really awesome. So this last trip we did, my sister and I did the treats and seats just because we knew we were going to be exhausted and seats sounded really great. <laughs> so we, um, and you end up like sitting off to the side um, at Tomorrowland Terrace and watching the fireworks from there but they have dessert parties before and after the fireworks shows at magic kingdom and epcot they also have different dining packages where you can um eat at certain restaurants and then watch the fireworks from there so those are really great options um fun to bring in different food and dining options that you've never tried before and also like Sometimes if I'm exhausted, I might not choose to stay to watch the fireworks, but having something like that planned, obviously we're going to make stay and we love it. So definitely worth it in my book. Um, And then one of the other things that's nice to do, I mean, they certainly have family friendly options, but when you're, you know, just adults going, um, the Enchanting Mm -hmm. Actors Collection has some really, really nice things that you know, it might be difficult to pay for when you're bringing, um, you know, three or four kids with you or two or three, whatever. Um, but if you're on your own, you know, it's a nice little splurge. And, um, on our last trip, we did savor the Savannah, which Mm. was, it was my adult kids. Um, and you got to go on a private safari in a different type of vehicle at animal kingdom. You were actually able to get up and move around. They would park on on the savannah and they would pull off and I mean we were right next to a giraffe and we just stood there and talked to the keeper and and observed and then they take you to a boma and you have um desserts and unlimited adult beverages as well as juices and waters so um and there there are a variety of things to do like that I mean there's a starlight safari there's encounters with animals um Becca didn't you just do the wild Africa trek Yes, I was going to say that afterwards. It was so much fun. Like, I want to go back and do that specifically again. It was great. We It's very similar to what you did um, in the same kind of safari vehicle. Um, we also had a spot where you're walking, so you, there does have to be some mobility there. Um, they do have some wheelchair-friendly options. You just need to talk with Disney about that um, when you're trying to book it. But they... It was, it was amazing. Like we crossed, um, rope bridges. We walked over the crocodiles. We got pretty close to the hippos. Um, and then we, at the end, you also have the safari private tour and we had a stop at the Boma with snacks as well. So it was awesome. That one, you have to be, I believe like eight or nine years old and up. Um, in our group, it was mostly adults and a few teenagers. So it's definitely not something that I have seen like a ton of young families doing. Um, but it was so, so worth it. It was awesome. 
Yeah, that's next on my list. It's very high on my list. Of- <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, and Disney just has so many different tours. I know at Epcot, there are options. At Disney, um, at Magic Kingdom, you could do like Keys to the Kingdom tour and, and see a little bit behind the scenes where, you know, it might just make more sense to do that with adults as opposed to, I don't know what the ages are for those tours, but, you know, it might not be as appreciated by young people as it would be by adults. So I think those are all some excellent options. Yep. Yep. If you have any golfers in your group, there are some like award-winning golf courses that have 18 holes, nine holes. Um, For those who are not inclined like or talented in that myself, there's also some mini golf options that are really fun. So um, they kind of have something for everybody. Mm -hmm. They also have tequila tasting at Epcot. That's a really experience. Yeah, and I just love going to sit at um, the tequila bar, La Cava, inside Mm -hmm. of the Mexico Pavilion. And if you are lucky enough to Mm -hmm. score a table, you can do, um, you can get like the trio of, it's, what is it, like guacamole, salsa, and queso. You can sit there with a margarita. I was just there with our coworker, Taylor, um, last month. And we had the best time just sitting there and relaxing and, and hanging out. So there's just so many things you can do. Yep. And then let's not forget about the spas. So the Grand Floridian does have one too. So like that's also something else that you can keep in mind for, Mm -hmm. you know, an adult's only trip. Some downtime. Definitely. Need need a good foot massage after a couple days at the park. (laughs) (laughs) No Yes, you do. I always schedule at least one, uh, like, rest day at each resort we're staying at just to enjoy it, to travel to different resorts and try some of their dining options to do a spa day like that. So, um, to have some time around the pool, definitely build in some time around your trip just to enjoy it because it is really easy with Disney to just go with the hustle and bustle and go with the crowd. Um, but those moments where you do stop and enjoy where you're staying and, um, that different options like that really are the ones that that's, the memories I bring back. Like those are the things that stand out in my mind, those special yeah. opportunities. So I couldn't agree with that more, Becca. That's a really good point. And those things are a lot easier to do when it's just adults. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like how you brought up the pool because I completely forgot about this, but like even renting a cabana for the day at your yeah. resort would be great. Too. Yeah, I was just thinking that too. Mm-hmm. Florida's weather, I feel like you could, be pretty happy at the pool any time of year. Like it's going to be open. And for the majority of the year, you're going to be happy to have the option. Well, I don't know about you girls. I'm ready for an adult trip. So um, when are we going? Let's compare calendars. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> no kidding. I'm ready, but I can't. November. <laughs> November. <laughs> I know. We'll, we're all going to be there together in November for the Marvelous Mouse Travels Annual Conference. So that's going to be a blast. Well, ladies, thanks for coming on it and talking about an adult only trip to Disney World with me. Um, and I'd also like to thank you as well for listening to this, ep- to this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to be one of the first to know when a new episode has been released. If you'd like to get in touch with one of the agents featured on today's show or with any other travel advisor with Marvelous Mouse Travels to plan your next Disney World vacation, please visit our website, www.marvelousmousetravels.com. 
I'll provide a link in our show notes. We hope you have a marvelous week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.